Welcome to the DNA Show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh, man, nerds. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, good. Then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right, let's roll. Well, Heidi Ho, welcome back to the Dennis and Andy show. I'm Andy with my good buddy. This is Dennis. Welcome back, everybody. So it's that time that, you know, I actually thought going into this football season, I would be excited to talk about my fantasy team come, you know, the end of the football weekend. I'd be excited to talk about the Cowboys. And uh, yeah, I'm not. That's that's all I can say is I'm just I'm not. It's you know my fantasy team got their ass kicked again. I've now dropped down. I lost. I guess I should go into my my loss uh, points. I blew it uh, one thirty one to one twelve. Obviously, I was the one twelve that knocked me down to eight out of ten. You know, Dennis. Here's the positive spin on you in fantasy football. And I know you're thinking, there's a positive spin on my fantasy football. But there is. You are holding steady at number 10. Correct. And I get first draft choice next season. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the the Jets. I'm telling you, yes. I got my butt handed to me this week. Of course, I've got Dalton. He got knocked out. Um, Three of my guys wound up getting knocked out. I've got, they gave me zero points. Zero points for three. You just can't win doing it. I mean, it's it's just been a horrific season. Worst fantasy season I have ever had in my entire life. And the only redeeming quality that I can see for this season is that my pack got back on the winning track. And that's kind of what I have to hope out for this football season. It has just been horrendous. So, yeah, I need another quarterback. I know. So you have you looked yet? or? Well, actually, Chad offered me a trade. He's offering me Garofalo. And I it's... had picked up somebody. And I'm like, yeah, but none of them are good. It's not like Garofalo's getting a lot of points. So I'm going to sit down and look at it. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll kind of figure it out. But. Yeah, but he wants my good receiver, my only decent receiver that I've got. And we'll, we'll, we'll see. I have to just sit down and kind of weigh out pros and cons here. Uh, I might just chalk this season up to it's done is done. What's done is done. I mean, look, I projected this is what kills me. So I'm eighth. I'm two, four, and one. My projections for this week are 93 points, and the person I'm playing is projected at 94. And yeah. I guarantee I'll lose by more than a point. Oh, that's right. You're two, four, and one. So you're the exact record as the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, even who worse. are in first place of your division at Jesus. two, four, and one. You know, I assume now that Dalton's out. I don't know how long he's out for. I haven't heard an update yet. But, you know, the third stringer that came in last week wasn't exactly lighting anything on fire. I don't even remember his name for Dallas. But if Dalton's out, I mean, he had a concussion. So I I don't know. I don't know if he'll be out next week or not. 
I don't know. Well, he's he's got to go through the through the protocol and right. see if he passes. If he doesn't pass, it could be a few weeks. We'll have to see how bad it. Well, it's all we can do. Wait and see how how bad it winds up being. So I mean, you've got the Eagles, and then you got Washington, and the Cowboys at two and five. So they're technically a half a game back. Dude, and then you got lost. the the Giants are at one and six, and they're still in the hunt. We lost. Oh, still in the hunt. We lost to to Washington, the football team, twenty five to three. I know. Like I went into the game not thinking it was a guaranteed win. I'll be honest; I did not think it was a guaranteed win. You know, if Dallas's record was a winning record, if they went into this game, you know, instead of going in two and four, if they were like you know four and two, just flopped it, I would have been like, oh, they're going to kick kick Washington's butt. They went in two and four. Washington's record was one and uh, one and four, one and five, whatever. And all I'm thinking is, well, they should win. I was like, they should win. Yep. I did not expect, and I figured if they lost, it would be by like a field goal. I was like, if they don't win, it'll be a close game. Not twenty-five to three. Good God! I turned the game off. I switched yeah. to another game. I never do that. I was like, I'm done. I can't I'm, do- I'm, I'm telling you the surprise for Dallas for me is how bad their offensive line is. I mean, honestly, that was always one of their signatures and they haven't been great the last couple of years they've been going down. But I mean, I, I actually felt bad for the quarterback. I mean, it was just like, Oh, crush. It's, oh, it's, crush. Everything. it's the defense too. Yeah. You know, the only thing I can, the only solace I have, I guess is way back when Jimmy Johnson, his first year at the Cowboys, and I believe it was Aikman's first year too, they went one in 15, yes. if I remember correctly. So I'm hoping that, you know, this year's basically tanked and McCarthy learns a lot. I assume Jimmy did, and Jimmy got good draft picks and stuff, and then they just come back strong next year. So. Yeah. Yeah, now, the, Packer, the Packers, on the other hand, they're they're kind of in the opposite seat. They they went back on the winning track. They're a half game ahead of the Bears. Packers are five and one. The Bears are five and two. Right. And um, you know they just need to to keep winning. Aaron Rodgers had another really decent week. Devonte Adams had a great game, just a great game. Wish I would have had either of them on my fantasy team, but I didn't. And uh, <laughs> you know all, that's it's all we can hope for at this point. Um, so I read an interesting thing, even though this is usually NFL talk, my daughter's a big Clemson fan, as you know, and their star quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the kids only lost one game with Clemson and it was the championship game against LSU. Yep. He is, it's, it, it amazes me. I mean, the kid's awesome. He's 21. He actually just got engaged last week. He is 6'6". Six, six. So this dude's two inches taller than Thor because Hemsworth is only 6'4". Yes. And I shouldn't even say only because, I mean, I'm 5'10", so they're both stagged <laughs> compared to me. But, but the point is, this dude is taller than Hemsworth. And he said last year that, you know, after his junior year, he was going to go into the draft and, you know, skip his senior year. Why take a chance on getting hurt? He's going to be the number one pick. Well, <laughs> I just saw a headline today that said he might be changing his mind. 
So I click on the article because, you know, they pull you in with the headlines. I click on the article and he doesn't come right out and say it. But as of right now, the Jets are going to be the number one draft pick if the season ended today and they're 0-7. So needless to say, they would probably draft him. Yep. So Trevor apparently said in the past couple days that, um, uh, you know, I'm thinking about it. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I might stay for my senior year. Oh, I hear backtracking. I hear backtracking. (laughs) How is that? I mean, I I guess that's better than what uh, Eli Manning. Eli Manning. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) At least he didn't get his dad involved yet. Yeah, I know. Daddy, I don't want to go to the Chargers. (laughs) Let's let Philip Rivers do it. Yeah, I want to go to the you Giants. You know, that is just an interesting uh, conundrum, though. I mean, maybe he's sitting there going, well, we'll just wait and see. If the Cowboys continue to get really bad, maybe the Cowboys will be in the hunt for the first or second draft choice. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, I actually said to Courtney, um, I told her, I said, you know, I, I'm fine if the Cowboys tank the season and then draft Trevor Lawrence. And she's like, what about Dak Prescott? And I said, I said, I love Dak, but Dak doesn't have a long-term deal in place. And you got to see how he heals up. Yeah. You know, he had a, he had a gruesome injury. Some players come back from that stuff. Some don't look at our, look at, uh, was RG three, Robert Griffin, the third, he had a stellar, was it just one year at the Redskins or was it two when he maybe two wasn't very long. And then he hurts himself bad. And he just never, uh, no pun intended, recovered from it. Right. So, you know, I, I like Dak, but at the same time, you got to look at the big picture. And Dak's on his, what's he on his fourth year, I think? Yeah. So, you know, you just got you just got to look at it. And yeah, if if Dak can't come back healthy. And they can't agree to terms and stuff. And if their season does suck so bad, yeah, I'd be fine. That's just with it. That. It's a contract year. But well, what are we gonna do? We'll wait and see how it uh, how it plays out. All I know is I already had to pick up a couple of players for for next week just to field the team. So um, <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 wait and see. So anyway, yep. Well, Andy, you're in eighth spot. I'm in tenth, and it then, is what do it you is. predict on moving up next week? No. No, no, even even if I won, I'm still two games back oh, in the ninth right. place. Yeah, I've got win. no chance. You have one game. You have no chance. Yeah. Yeah. There's. I am. I will be out of the playoffs for the first time, probably since I started fantasy football. Um, I'm trying to think. If there was ever another season where I didn't make the cutoff, but yeah, this is this has just been abysmal. But oh well. On the flip oh. side, you know, outside of football. You know, it is it is new comic day. It is. What did the boys get? What did the boys get? I got to hire yeah. somebody to do a jingle. What yeah, did we the should boys get. We, 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 we know somebody. We'll we have do. to we'll have to do that. So, I'm Andy, why, why don't you kick us off and see what. Uh... All right. Well, uh, two books came out that I that I was looking very, very uh, forward to. One is. Fantastic Four Antithesis, 
number three. It's that limited series that we talked about the first and second issue. Um, we reviewed them by Mark Wade, Neil Adams, Mark Farmer, and Laura Martin. So this just came out today. So obviously we can't do a review today, but we will review number three in the future. So I got that because once again, always looking forward to that. Flip through it. Looks good. Yeah, it does. Um, I know that's an overlap book for us. Yep, it is. I actually picked up Spawn 311 because Todd did a, a tribute cover to Chadwick Boseman. Um, I'll, I'll post the picture of it up on our Facebook page when the podcast drops. So you can see it. It's, you know, it's Chadwick. It looks cool. Spawn. What's that? It looks cool. Yeah, it's Chadwick in the Spawn costume with his head down and his arms crossed in the Wakanda forever. And instead of the skull on his uh, on his the center of his waist where the chain comes from, it's the Black Panther. So that's cool. So I, I picked that up, and I, I I'm so jonesing to read this Batman Three Jokers number three. Here's the finale. I, this is what we've been waiting for. I have not. And this is a first because usually I pick a book up off the rack, even if it's one I know I'm getting, and I flip through it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Besides looking at the first page, just to look at the first page, I have not flipped through it because I want to just take it for what it is because we love this series so much. We've reviewed issues one and two. We'll definitely review number three, hopefully next week after we both read it. Um, but I, I, can't look, I can't look forward more to tonight than reading that. And... Uh, don't tell my wife I said that because it's also my 25th anniversary and she probably thinks I'm looking forward to tonight more for that. That's but, right. By the way, happy anniversary. Yeah, you got me by a year. I know. I know. Very proud of that. And, and But it, I didn't have uh, three Jokers come out on my anniversary. <laughs> yeah, so if it did come out on my anniversary, I'm going to be honest, I probably would have snuck away and read it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i can't say that for all the comics but for this one yeah i'm telling you that three jokers i i hope it doesn't let us down because this has been a phenomenal series so far and i'm crossing my fingers i didn't even crack it open to look at it yeah there you go i mean that's that's how important it is that i don't want anything spoiled so yeah no i've got a, a similar list now i didn't pick up spawn although I might yet. I, I may kick it around and, and go pick it up. Um, you know, we had a couple of true believers, you know, Black Widow uh, oh, yeah. again. And, uh, you know, that's always good. And then she came out with, you know, Black Widow, uh, the Widow Sting this week. So yep. that that looks pretty interesting. I'm going to give that a shot. We all know Dawn, Dawn of X, uh, Volume 9, that kind of came out this week. Um, the Antithesis, yeah. Um, looking forward to it i'm i'm hoping it's good um uh you know sort of do you mean um wait the dawn of x uh volume nine yeah no they're one shots number 11 that came out yeah it was listed as uh dawn of x volume nine oh that's weird yeah yeah i actually didn't get that one shot because since i since i've only read the first one shot that kicked everything off for that sort of X. Yeah. And then, and then I read the X-Men issue because I get X-Men every month. I didn't want to pick up that next part because 
I'd be totally lost. And like I said, I'm just going to read it as a collection. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, one that I, I was going to pick up and I still may, they had wonder woman 765 that came out, but it's the Joshua Middleton, uh, card stock cover. And it's just an interesting picture. I like it. So I haven't been reading wonder woman, but again, sometimes art draws me in and I do like his covers and it looks pretty interesting. So I might, I did pick up uh, Canto uh, 2, so the next one came out in that. So um, Is yeah. that that video game thing? What's uh, yeah, yep, yep. So I'm, I'm going to wait till, till it's finished before maybe give a quick review on that one because I'll, I'll read that just like we've been doing in, in the other one. So, yeah, it was a fairly small week uh, uh, for me this week. But, yeah, it looks, looks good, but... Yeah, it's going to really, it's going to be three Jokers and then the Fantastic Four antithesis. That's going to be my first two. That's cool. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk a little movie news. I know there's been some good news this week. So apparently, so Tomb Raider, the, the reboot Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander, Vikander, however you say her name, yep. came out in 2018. You know, I saw it. I thought it was okay. Same I wasn't here. in love with it, but I thought it was okay. And one of the reasons I was excited to see it was because I really love Walton Goggins, and he was the bad guy in it. Yeah. And Walton Goggins, you know, plays a great bad guy. So I was in. So I saw it. You know, it's been two years from my recollection. I did enjoy it. When I saw they were doing a sequel, I was like, you know, it's Tomb Raider. I'll check it out. And now it's delayed indefinitely. Yeah, MGM released a little bit of info on it. And, you know, not sure. You know, it's got some COVID's really put a put a crimp on things. And um, again, I, I'm kind of in that same ballpark. I, I love Tomb Raider. So we came out, played some of the video games, liked some of the comics back when it came out. And um, always always been kind of a fan of it. I didn't hate the the first one when it came out. I thought it was fine. Um, again, my wife and I both love Walter Scott. I mean, that's the reason why we really, really saw it. I thought she was fine in it. He was great. The script was mediocre at the time. So, I mean, it was just an okay storyline. And I think that's that was kind of the problem. I would have seen this one if it came out. It probably would have been one. All right, Andy. Let's we'll do it on a Thursday night movie and, and then review it. But it was nothing that was gripping me, yelling at me. You need to see this immediately. Well, and the thing that surprises me is, you know, it says that, you know, the, the sequel is delayed indefinitely. So it was supposed to come out March 19th, 2021. Now, reading through this uh, this article about it, it doesn't even say if it finished filming so is it i mean they're, they're calling it a theatrical delay and that's all they're saying so it hasn't been canceled no it's as just of right weird. now but but there's no release date in sight so they didn't say we postponed it for three months or six months um or anything like that um I mean, they it hadn't, says they, it, hadn't, they hadn't started filming it yet. So all I, all I can say is, yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but 
it's one that I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep over, but I hope it comes out because eventually I would like to see it. Well, I think it's done filming, though, because, I mean, it says directed by, not going to be directed by. Um, so it, it seems like it's done filming. So, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't definitely do that. Um, I did find this interesting. Now, a movie that came out, uh, I thought it was in, when did The Meg came out? That was 2019, I believe. Yeah. Which I loved it. I love big, I love shark movies. I, I've, I've read the Meg novels by Steve Alton. Um, I've talked to him a few times. And, you know, I was so excited to see the movie finally get made. Well, the, the Meg 2, as it says, sinks its teeth into Tomb Raider 2 director Ben Wheatley. So right. they snagged up that director to, uh, to helm the sequel to the Meg. So that, right. that I'm excited about. Well, MGM, it says MGM has not started filming yet or set a production start date for Tomb Raider 2. So they oh. have not filmed, nor wow. have they even set a production start date now. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hedge my bet that that movie is not going to happen. Yeah, well, I, well, that may be a good bet. But, you know, New Mutants came out. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> oh, man follows that model march then it goes to the, i mean they don't even speculate what the next date could be and like you said it hasn't even started filming yet so yeah oh well well there goes that so if anybody had their hopes up for tomb raider 2 uh knock them back down but get your hopes up for the meg 2 because uh i'm more excited about that and that was actually 2018 as well yeah uh, see here the meg 2 uh, obviously jason statham is back in it so that's cool. I mean, most of the cast is back. Yep. Um, yep. I'm looking forward. I'm I'm hoping that all it all works out because that I love the Meg One. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I mean, it was it was over the top, ridiculous stuff, but it was just it was fun. That's yeah. a great put it. So well, we we did get some interesting Disney news that came out in terms of the Marvel Universe this week. Yes, we so, did. Um, for those of you who haven't heard yet, which there's probably like six of you, um, <laughs> Disney Plus announced that they found its director for Moon Knight and that they're in talks and it looks like they're going to get Oscar Isaac to headline as Moon Knight. So, you know, I sat there. I like him as an actor. Yeah, um, I just, I don't um, know. Well, it. So that was kind of my take on it right away was I like him as an actor and, you know, we all know him as Poe Dameron and he was, you know, in apocalypse, you know, X-Men apocalypse. Right. And he can act. Oh I, yeah. I am picturing, you know, Mark Spector and all the cool stuff that just finished up. We just finished this up, um, you know, in uh, the Avengers title, the return of the moon Knight stuff. It was a great, you know, four issues and i'm trying to picture putting him as mark specter this I'm is gonna, tough i'm gonna be honest i'm having a difficult time with it so am i because he i don't know his like you said he's a good actor but yes. visually it's not what i think of and i think part of it is because there was i guess rumors the best word for it or maybe just fan hype 
that, oh my God, Keanu Reeves would be good for it. Keanu Reeves would be good for it. So I kind of get that visual in my head of Keanu Reeves. And even with like the way he looks in John Wick with a haircut, because I, I think the facial hair he has going on in John Wick, the goatee and stuff would work and kind of not clean shaven around the goatee. Just right. cut his hair some. Because, I mean, he wears a full face mask, so you can't see anything but his, you know, you can't even see his eyes. They're, you know, they'd be glowing if they do that. So it could be because I already had kind of that visual because people threw his name out there. I don't know. Once again, it's one of those things, you know, I always go back to um, Michael Keaton and Batman. When they announced Michael Keaton, everybody was like, Michael Keaton? What? Mr. Mom as Batman? What? And nobody could picture. And I couldn't picture it. Well, but, see, and I was thinking the same thing, but I was on the Ben Affleck side when they said Ben Affleck was going to be Batman. And I was like, mm, no, and I don't know if he could pull off Batman or if he could pull off Bruce Wayne. He wound up being an absolutely phenomenal Bruce Wayne and a really solid Batman. So he proved a lot of us wrong on that. So you can't discount it. Again, it's just it's just hard to picture. But then again, how... Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie. None of us pictured it being a good movie, and it just became one of my favorites. So yeah, you never and, know what they're going to do with it. And I think a lot of it is we were so tied to the actor as Poe that that's how we, we that's that's how I picture him. Like I don't, I've seen Keanu Reeves in so many different roles and in just regular stills in real life that I can envision him in different things, but I know this guy mostly from star Wars. And when I picture him, I picture Poe. Right. Right. And you know, that obviously as moon Knight, they're going to totally different hair, different, you know, everything he'll carry himself differently. Cause it's a different character. So, you know, not counting it out. I did read too, that they might be bringing in two of uh, Marvel's big uh, horror icons into the series as well one is werewolf by night and the other is uh dracula could be see and that would be really cool werewolf by night by night i think would be cool i'm not sold on dracula i don't know i i think if you're gonna go into and i always call them the universal monsters if you're gonna go in there i think you can make them all work if you're gonna dip your toe into one just jump in and do the do them all but we'll it's see. Just, Obviously, for comic book fans, Werewolf by Night 32 was the yeah. first appearance of Moon Knight. That's where he made it. So to me, I mean, for any Moon Knight fan, that's just a, a really cool thing that they're doing there. We'll see how they, they work it out. What I found interesting was that Clash director, Mohamed Diab, they got him to direct it right, right after announcing that they got... Um, you know, Oscar Isaac to play Moon Knight. So I'm wondering if there isn't some relationship where they needed some, you know, they were trying to work up a particular angle because they're, he's joining the showrunner, uh, Jeremy Slater and writer uh, Bo DeMeo. So again, I think it's going to be a, a solid cast. I'm having a hard time with them as, as Moon Knight, as, as Mark, but I, I think they can do it. I'll be curious to see how they do it. 
That's what I'm interested in. So I'm not poo-pooing this on any stretch of the imagination because I want oh, no. Moon Knight to be made. But I'm really curious about how they're going to portray him. And this could be great. But time will tell. That, that was cool news, though. Yeah. Well, I, regardless, I'm looking forward to it because I love Moon Knight. And I'm very curious to see Marvel bring their basically Batman, because that's what I see him as, yeah. to, uh, to uh, you know, live action. So... Yeah. Uh, so, Dennis, I know you and uh, you and Susie, your wife, are making your way through Dexter, right? Yep, we, we are. See, funny thing. So, you know, obviously before the show, we talked about what we're going to go over. I thought I thought Dennis already saw Dexter. So I was like, well, we have to talk about the Dexter, uh, not reboot, but revival that Showtime's going to be doing. Uh, they announced the order of 10 episode revival of a season of Dexter, which I am so excited about. But the funny thing is, I totally forgot Dennis never saw the season fina- or the series finale. And how, how far into it are you? Uh, far enough where we, we were getting there. And then, of course, we, it came up and we, we started looking because I had heard about it. And I was kind of excited because it would be really cool if I finished this off and he got new stuff pouring in right away. Right. I, I, I figured when it was done, it was done. So we're just getting caught up. And then, of course, I wound up seeing the article and yeah, there's the ending. So <laughs> it I, I damn it. It's it's funny because it does. It totally. It, so for people that don't know about Dexter, Dexter is a is played by michael c hall that's where i discovered him acting wise and his dad knew growing up his dad was a cop that basically adopted him when he was young his dad could tell that dexter wasn't right in the head so uh because he liked to kill stuff so basically his dad taught him how to do stuff like that and get away with it but he he taught him a code and the code is basically look to to feed your your psychopathic urges to kill you can only do it to people that you know are guilty of something that would be basically death penalty stuff and he basically taught him how to get away with it you know the kill room all that stuff. just kill the bad guys basically kill the bad guys. if they they deserve it that's what you're going to do kind of protect the good guys right. and you know it's it's a really interesting um show jennifer carpenter's his sister uh deborah and of course now i didn't know the ending of this either and i was like oh oh son of a and it i oh we love her the girl who says the f word more than anybody in tv history she's just she's the bomb she is just the bomb lover um this show i didn't think i was gonna like it and and we did and same thing with my wife we were both going to be like, well, let's try it because we keep hearing how good the show is. And it, it, it just is the the cast is great. And we're, we're getting there. Well, now that they're releasing that they're coming back. The one thing that I heard from all my Dexter friends who talked me into this, and yes, you guys have all talked me into it was the ending sucked. Phenomenal show, but the ending sucks so bad. They were, everybody was upset. And I was like, okay, so we didn't, we weren't in a rush to see the ending just because it was sucky. So we, we enjoyed so much. So anyway, we're going to finish it. 
And now we've got something forward to look to. And they're going to pick it up because it is a revival. And not, you know, so it looks like they're going to pick it up right so where it left off. It's it's good, you know, and it leaves off with basically uh, Jennifer Carpenter's character, his sister Deb, is in a coma. And Dexter just doesn't want her to basically go that way. So he takes her body from the hospital and drops it into the spoiler ocean. alert spoiler alert Spo- hey, De- this show wrapped how many years ago i sorry. know sorry dennis and i dumps, know dumps a vegetative know. body into the ocean and he rides off into a hurricane and it would have been neat if that's how the show ended but it's not then they show the wreckage of the boat and you know his his girlfriend dexter's girlfriend who's also a serial killer named Hannah discovers it. They just assume he's dead. They have Dexter's son or she has Dexter's son to look after, but then it shows Dexter basically is in a logging town. So I assume that's where it'll pick up. So, and, and everybody's been kind of saying already, you know, the new season could take a, a really horrible series finale i mean everybody i heard was so upset about it and then they 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 could make it a real it could turn it into a really cool cliffhanger which like oh my god this is how it ended everybody was upset and like haha gotcha yeah but there's no bringing deb back hey maybe it it could be like a superhero movie they could find a way he throws her in and the the, the water just wakes her up out of her vegetative state and she crawls she out. She rises of out of the ocean she, like the phoenix. <laughs> yeah, except except if I remember the ending right, and I haven't seen the ending in years. I think he wrapped her up pretty tight, so I'm not quite sure there's, even if she woke up, she'd be able to get out of it. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it because I was upset when it went off the air. So, because I didn't think it ran its course yet. It was one of those shows that, I believe, like Seinfeld, want to go out on a high note, but like Seinfeld, the series finale left people with a blah taste in their mouth. <laughs> yes, so, yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, let's hope. I'm I'm excited to hear about the revival. So you know, looking forward to it. Let's go showtime. Hey, I just read this. This is this will be new to you, Dennis. I did not realize they were making a remake of Children of the Corn. Were you? Okay. I didn't know it was greenlit. I had heard they would, and I kind of did one of my forehead slaps. Like, really? Why would you need to make a, 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 a we'll call it a reboot. Right. I, again, I, it would be something, well, the first one, it was very cool. And, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about the horror movies and stuff, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, wait. Here's the funny part. Okay. The film quietly finished filming amidst the coronavirus pandemic and debuted theatrically October 23rd to two smaller theaters located in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, my God. How? Did, well, I was going to say, we're not in Florida. How did we not hear about this? I know. It's just, you know, I'm reading one of these other articles and I see that while we're talking. I'm like, well, I got to talk about that. So yeah, it is uh it's out. Which I assume that means it'll be coming to video uh on demand soon, since you know I mean it came out just about a week ago. 
who knows if it's going to get into any more theaters, but I would have went to see it. Well, I, I remember the original and it was somewhere around like 1984. I mean, it was right into that, you know, we were talking about some of those other movies, you know, the, uh, the ring, you know, and uh, those, those, you know, nightmare on Elm street, you know, it was after Halloween and all right. those, those good movies. And I, I still remember children of the corn. It was, it was creepily good. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know about this remake. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to do a little digging into this. Here's some other nice news that'll get, get you kind of excited. Spider-Man three's filming. Filming has started. I know. Crossing my fingers. Come on, Tom Holland. That's right. Filming has started. So I'm I'm excited. It's filming in New York. I, I I'm just excited. I'm I'm I want things to get back on track. Yep. Well, let's see. We've got uh, uh, the elections coming up. We've got the meteor that's going to maybe hit the Earth. Um, yeah, we should be just about done with all the bad stuff. So hopefully everything gets back to normal at the end of the year here. Yeah. <laughs> assuming assuming the meteor doesn't put a crimp in our, uh, <laughs> at the end of the year here. <laughs> so Spider-Man 3 is supposed to drop on December 17th, 2021. Yep. Which and, man, and well, just, a, you know, Mandalorian comes out in just a couple of days. Yeah, Mandalorian's Friday, isn't it? It comes yeah. out that in October. The yep. 30. So, yep. yeah. So, very much looking forward to Mandalorian right now and, you know, seeing where they go with it. All the rumors that are out there about who Baby Yoda is and what, what's going on. So, I can't wait to see if, uh, um, how all of this pans out. So, yep, Mandalorian's coming up. So, make sure everybody tunes in for that. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be able to chat about that. Uh, I think, uh, I think that uh, looking at the checklist, Boys season finale was a few weeks ago. We've had so much other stuff to talk about. We've neglected to talk about the boys season two. Yep. Um, I got to say for a second season, I rank it higher than the first season overall. You know, and I didn't think I was going to, but that ending was phenomenal. Well, they introduce um, Stormfront. Yes. You know, as the new... Well, she she blazes onto the scene in the boys, and there, there's going to be some spoilers, not too many, though, because we're just going to recap the season. She blazes onto the scene to be a new member of the Seven, and uh, and basically replaces. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the speedster's name now. A train. A train replaces A train because he's having side effects from. Uh, the oh, now I'm blanking on the name of the drug. <laughs> What's the stuff they he was shooting up? Uh, uh, v. V. That's it. Yeah. V. Duh. Um. So yeah. So he's having side effects from that. So he's out. You know, the deep is out. So she's in, and you know, I, I don't want to give too many spoilers away because I think it's it's such a good show that people need to watch it. We'll just say that she won't be in season three. <laughs> <laughs> All I could say was the ending where, so Stormfront takes this season and Homelander's the, the Superman of the group. You know, we've talked yep. about this before. 
Yeah. Um, Stormfront comes in and she is this badass, super powered chick who has all of these abilities and cool. And you find out she's just not a nice person. You were, we were thinking she's going to be the counter to Homelander. And in yeah. reality, she's just as bad, if not worse. And she goes all the way back to the World War II era. And we find out how old she is. And there's so many cool things that they do with her. And the relationship with Homelander and his son. And then the wife. And then, of course, you know, which all ties into Carl uh, Urban's character, Billy Butcher. And the, the dynamics between the, all the different characters this season. I loved it in season one. I didn't think they'd be able to improve, but honestly they did. And the ending was so great in there. I really want there to be a season three right now. I don't even want to wait for it. No. Well, and you know, needless to say, there was a big climatic fight in the season finale, um, which was choreographed very well. You know, the special effects, I tell you with TV these days, movies, if your sole thing is yeah i'm trying to think the best way to word it you remember remember the time when it was well movies can do this tv can't when it came to special effects because the technology and the budgets right right so so you knew if you're watching a tv show to expect something less you know you just knew it but you accepted it because it's a tv show and with movies you kind of were like, yeah, I got to pay to go see it. It's not exactly cheap, but man, look at the big wow factor and, and the casting because movies also had that, you had the actors that were the movie actors and the TV actors. But now there's just so much crossover that you've got movie actors doing TV, TV actors doing movie, the, the budget for special effects being done on the computer have dropped down so much that TV shows can now have the same fantastic special effects as movies that instead of a two hour movie, you get like, I think this season of uh, the boys was eight episodes. You get a beautiful eight hour, you know, episodic tale that the special effects are on par with anything that happened in Avengers, you right. know, any Marvel movie. The writing is so well done. And the thing I like about Amazon prime is, they don't throw all eight in your face. So come Monday morning, you're like, well, my weekend was spent watching all eight episodes of season two. Now, granted, nobody's putting a gun to my head, but I have no self-control. So I need Amazon to pat me on the head and go, here's your three. Come back next week for episode four. Come back the week after that for five. And it gets me yeah. away from TV. I need that, Dennis. I need somebody to take it away from me. I'll keep tapping that vein and pimping it into my arm. Yep. It is really, it's just decent. The cast of characters was solid. You know, you even got um, Queen Maeve, you know, she's been having her side story and you've been kind of rooting for her to do something. And uh, Dominic uh, McElligot, she's Irish and, uh, She's the one who plays Queen Maeve. And you're like, you finally see her at the end, step up. And it was just epic. I mean, it was just everything about this, like, like you're saying. It's, this is movie quality stuff in a TV show. And, you know, it was, it was well worth it all the way through. 
all the characters really have a, do a good job. Like when the show starts in season one, you know, the the face that the heroes put on for the camera, the seven, are all we're we're great superheroes. We love everyone, blah, blah, blah. But behind the scenes, you know, Homelander's a raging a-hole, power hungry, and they're all kind of just D-bags, except for, you know, Starlight, who she thought they were all nice until she became part of the group and sees, oh my God. So in season two, she retains and she she tries to retain her the truth of herself. But Homelander doesn't, he doesn't change. I mean, he softens with his son, so that's nice to see. But besides that, he's still pretty much a raging a-hole. Well, you, you get, you know, you see evolution of the Deeps character and a train to an extent. I definitely right. think Maeve, you see a big evolution of her character in it. Um, so I, I like the character arcs that they have for each of them as well. well what I and the one I find most interesting is the Black Noir. Yeah, because he differs, in my opinion, the most from the comic books, and they're they're building him up to something. Um, which is so different from what they did in, in, in the comics. So I find it really interesting what they're, what they're doing. So I can't read ahead in the comics anymore and say, Oh, I wonder what they're going to do because there's enough of a major difference. And some of the things are right on and other things are completely different, but black noir, he's going to be really interesting. in my opinion, in season three. So love the fact that we're finding out more about him. Um, not even directly, but just through some of his actions and what the other cast members say, the other well, characters talk be, about. He he doesn't talk, right? You know, so it's 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 easy for the actor because he doesn't have to memorize anything. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, from a performance standpoint, it's all through body language and stuff, and uh, you know, obviously a lot with the writing to get to know about his past. So he, yeah, no, I agree with that. He's, you know, he's the Batman of it, basically. So. Yeah, we didn't want to spoil a lot on this because I, I know a lot of people have seen it. And I know there's some people out there that, that haven't yet finished it. But it, it's finish it up pretty quickly. I, I say we give this one one of our, our CGC gratings, one of our comic grades. Season oh, two as a standalone. I mean, as a standalone season two, I got, I I probably go like a 9.2. Yeah. I think it was that good. I mean, it's just, and I don't remember what I gave season. Well, we didn't do this with season one. So we didn't have a show. So yep. it doesn't matter. Yep. I, I'm well, right there with you. I call it a near mint minus like a 9.2. It was definitely a step up from season one, but season one was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, love the characters. I love the direction that they're going with them. It looked great. It sounded great. Love the story arcs. I loved I loved a lot about this. Um, yeah, so looking forward to season three. Sweet. Well, that's our show. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Once again, you can find us on Facebook, Dennis and Andy Show, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube. And your Amazon devices. That's right. So until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Until next week. Grab your 3D glasses, get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics. Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. 
This is Dennis. This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.